Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help you guys out. Uh, that's Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Uh, the, the Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief at TuckerTN.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. CalvinandSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Zach, uh, we're here live on a Monday. We talked about this announcement we were going to make uh, set throughout last week, and that is BetMGM, the king of sports books. We have partnered with them. They are a title sponsor of our morning show. We're going to have a lot of other great content coming with BetMGM, the king of sports books. Uh, so we'll get that out. Like We're very excited about what BetMGM and this relationship is going to be. And so, Zach, I'll give you a few seconds to talk about it as well. Well, yeah, look, we're rocking Bet MGM shirts today, right? Sponsor up right there. That's yeah, right. No, and, and we've been working a long time on this. Uh, they are going to be our new sportsbook sponsor here on the morning shows from here port- forward. And what you have to do, it's very easy. I have already done that actually this morning. Download the Bet MGM app and code A to Z Sports. So lock it in with us. Code A to Z Sports, you'll see that right there on the screen. It's very, very easy. But support our sponsors. And they have got a hell of a deal they are giving you, Austin. Isn't that right? This is, I mean, it's really stupid not to take advantage of it. Yes, so if you download the BetMGM app, you can sign up today. Use our code A-T-O-Z Sports. That's A to Z Sports. And you receive a risk-free bet up to $500. Again, Sign, uh, sign up, download the app, ATOZ Sports, risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. BetMGM, the king of sports books, books. They've got innovative parlays, boosted odds specials, big game props, and more. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So very pumped about what BetMGM is going to be for us and for you guys. So, Zach, now that we've said that, we've introduced our brand-new title sponsor of the show. Let's get to uh, the topic at hand. And Travis says, what already happens if we have an account? Like, we'll give you guys tons of promotions throughout this. If you're a new user, current user, whatever it might be, BetMGM, we got you guys hooked up on that. So, uh, Friday morning, Todd Downing was elevated as and promoted as Titans offensive coordinator. And then later on around lunchtime, it uh, it became known that Shane Bowen officially got the title as Titans defensive coordinator. We know all of last year, Shane Bowen was basically the defensive coordinator. He was doing all the jobs, the meetings, the, the pl- calling of the plays, that he was the de facto defensive coordinator without that title. Now he actually gets the title on the office door. How do you feel about the promotion from Shane Bowen, Zach? I'll let you start. Well, so I had to diagnose this. This seems just like a bro hire, and that's how I looked at it. Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel are friends, and this dates back to what it is. Ohio State, defensive graduate assistant, 2012. That's right when Mike Vrabel was there. You had the Houston Texans. That's right when Mike Vrabel was here. Brought him along from Houston to become his linebackings coach. 
that's Mike Vrabel. And now you have him elevated after a year. Look, Shane Bowen's 34 years old. So a young guy, and look, he may be a good head coach or a good coach, but he, in my opinion, does not deserve this job. He didn't earn this job. The defense was absolute, utter trash. How are you going to promote a guy that ranked 29th passing defense, fourth to, to last in the league? They gave up, up the second most touchdowns through the air in the NFL behind the Detroit Lions. Like, come on. And, and it, the, Mike Vrabel handled this poorly for the last year. He didn't. He Look, I, I'm not going to tell you who the defensive coordinator is. Well, he may be the defensive coordinator, but we don't know. What are titles about? Who cares about titles? <laughs> you know, a title is just a title. Then at the end, well, if you guys really want to know, you know, Shane Bowen has been our play caller all year. And then all of a sudden, you sit there for – and it's like let that die down for a little bit, and then you promote within. I think that this is a terrible decision, and I believe the Titans' defense will fail next year. And th the last thing that I'll say, Austin, before you can take the floor, yeah. is this – if I was a defensive player, I'd be pissed off because all this tells me is that Mike Vrabel doesn't believe that coaching was the issue. And you can't have the league's worst third down defense in the league and, and say that it's not a coaching problem. It can be a coaching and a player problem, but it has to be a coaching problem. Yeah. And if Shane Bowen is the play caller, that's the problem. Don't promote this guy. The, the Titans' defense held them back. It prevented them from winning football games. Single-handedly lost to Cincinnati because they sucked. There are other games. Uh, Cleveland, first half, disaster because of the defense. So all of these things stack up on themselves. This is a bad look. And if I was a Titans fan, which I'm not, if I was a Titans fan, an extreme Titans fan, I would be – Pissed off at this decision by Mike Vrabel. Livid. Livid. Corey says, right, Vrabel never admitted it to be a coaching problem. That's the problem. Uh, I saw um, uh, some other Terry saying they had zero pass rush, wasn't his coaching. And, and Rob says, well, coaching wasn't the issue. And and then uh, our guy Jacob says that Dean Pease would have schemed up uh, would have schemed up some pressure uh, for sure. No, it was it was absolutely a coaching issue and a lack of personnel. But right now, all Mike Vrabel has done is put the weight on John Robinson's shoulders, who is technically his boss. And so I, I tweeted this on Friday, shortly after the news broke that Shane Bowen would be elevated and promoted officially as, as defensive coordinator. If Mike Vrabel didn't think Shane Bowen was worthy of the D coordinator title last offseason, what the hell happened over the last year that now makes him worthy of that promotion, right? Like if... If you didn't want to give it to him a year ago, what has happened that makes you feel more confident this year than you were a year ago? It's it's just a it's a stubborn move, and I, I do think we'll talk about what this means for Mike Vrabel moving forward. But I think this puts a lot. It's a it's pointing a finger at John Robinson and saying the players you gave us were the problem, not the coaches I have on my staff from Mike Vrabel. And we'll see if. 
there's any bitterness. I, I doubt it. I mean, they're both professionals. They both are, um, you know, combined to reach a common goal to go win a Super Bowl at some point with the Titans. So I doubt this ruins a relationship. But there is some finger pointing going along with what's going on right now with the Titans promoting Shane Bowen as D coordinator. Yeah, and look at and this has been brought up in the in the chat. Look at their sack numbers, right? So if they didn't have a they didn't have a pass rush before, they went out and got Jadavion Clowney. We know how that worked out. They went out and got Vic Beasley. We know how they worked that worked out. They traded a Kamalai Correa earlier in the year. They had 19 sacks last year, Austin. Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars had 18. They fired their coaching staff. The Bengals had 17. They were awful. The the Raiders had 21, and they fired their defensive coordinator, who was John Gruden's best friend in the middle of the season. Yep. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. Could the Titans' defense improve next year? It absolutely could. It could. But it will not take a jump from fourth last to top 10. Yeah. And if you're going to win a Super Bowl, which that's the bar now, bro. That's what it is. You went to the AFC championship game last year. This past year, you get to the wild card round, lose at home because you won't go for it on fourth and two. You've set the bar. It's that's okay. That's a good thing. They're no, we're not longer talking about nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven. No longer talking about that. You are now elevated to what the expectations are. You cannot get to where you need to go with the fourth worst pass defense in the league. It's a passing league, okay? That's just what it is. Yeah. So uh, that, that's my feeling. Uh, this, it doesn't make any sense. Andrew. I guess it, the only reason why it makes sense is because they're buddies. They are friends. Okay. Like, And that's okay. I'm, I'm not upset at that. Yeah. But Shane Bowen did not earn this promotion. I agree. I agree. Andrew says he's pissed off too, Zach. Uh, Dom says, what's puzzling me is the position group that he was supposedly coached sucked as well too. He had two jobs and failed at both. And, and maybe that was stretched too thin. I, I don't think Shane Bowen's a bad coach. I think Shane Bowen before this past year did a good job with the Titans outside linebackers uh, overall. But this year, obviously, uh, it didn't work. G-Man brings this up. Bowen equals Vrabel as Malarkey equals Rubisky. Same difference <laughs> that uh, with with back in the, in the previous head coach of Mike Malarkey getting fired. So, Zach, let's do this. Let's have a live poll here on the show. We ran this Twitter poll uh, back on Friday when the news came out. But live poll here on the show. The question is, Titans fans, how do you feel about Shane Bowen as a defensive coordinator? We've got three options for you. They are good hire, not sure, Hate it. Those are your poll options. Good hire, not sure, or hate it. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. It is the perfect time to jump on the Mandu train at the beginning of the year. It's February 1st, so you're already a month behind to achieving your fitness goals, but Mandu can help you out with that. Mandu.com, full body electronic muscle stimulation. It's easy on your injuries. It's easy on your joints. It can be for any fitness level. Whatever shape you're in, Mandu's for you. Mandu.com, your first workout is free.
got a lot of comments rolling in on this question. And we had a lot of votes over the weekend. It was a great question we put out on Twitter. Uh, also, cannot forget BetMGM. That is our new title sponsor. You can see there, You'd co- use code A to Z Sports. That is universal code, A to Z Sports. It's the easiest thing you need to do. They are the king of the sports books. Look, Vegas, when you think MGM, when you think about winning money, you think MGM. BetMGM is just an extension of that right there on your phone. Download the app today. All right, Zach. I'm, I'm just seeing hate it, hate it, hate it. Loathe entirely. <laughs> a Grinch quote there. One thousand percent hate it. Hate it with a passion. Hate it. Hate it. Uh, I have a question. Uh, does anyone know if Shane Bowen is going to continue to coach D line, outside linebackers? No, they did elevate a new tight ends coach and outside linebackers coach with Just the two give them the give them the farm. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, not sure. From Brad depends on what's done this off season. So there's a not sure. Uh, hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Uh, hate it, hate it, not sure, hate it, hate it. I haven't seen a like it yet. I've just seen a bunch of hates, hate, 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 going all up. Well, Tyler says not sure, not sure from Corey, but good from Louie, which I don't know about that. But absolutely hate it, hate it. Good hire from Lane. There's one right there. Zach, obviously I think this is a terrible hire. And the poll we put out there on Twitter on Friday also thought this was a terrible hire because a whopping 3% said good hire on our Twitter poll on Friday. 3% said good hire and 68% said they absolutely hate it. So Zach, I'll let you say, I'll let you go first. You've, you've got to hate this thing entirely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's a rhetorical question. Uh, yeah, I hate it. it. It doesn't make any sense. It is, um, it's baffling really based on their defense. They had no pass rush. Their their secondary was bad. They were exchanging players in and out. But that that happens in football, right? Like what what they experienced this year. It, unfortunate, Adore Jackson didn't play most of the season, right? Sure. They, they, then they had to to put uh, bad corners on the field, like Jonathan Joseph. They did. They didn't have any pass rush. Here's the one thing. What did they what did they say about Harold Landry at the beginning of the year? Before the year started, Shane Bowen actually said something along along the lines of he played too many snaps last year, and that's my fault, and I'll have to manage his snap count better. What did he do this year? Played more snaps. He played more snaps. Though that's the, the that is factual evidence. So I, I I think the one reason why I hate this even more is just because of the way Mike Vrabel handled the defensive coordinator situation last year. And I I don't know if Vrabel would admit, maybe behind closed doors, I probably could have done that better. I should have just come out and said, he's the guy, he's the defensive coordinator. But why didn't you give him the title? Like, that's my question. So why did you not give Shane Bowen the title last year if he was running the defense? Did he not earn that? So what did he do during the 16th, essentially 17 games this past year to earn the pay raise in title. Like what it, it, please. I, I, don't, I don't know. If, 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 if it is, they played better on defense during the divisional round or the wildcard round and lost. 
that's a bad. Well, and because I also think they played really well in the divisional round. Uh, I'm sorry, the wild card round because they were up against Lamar Jackson. And I think they just have a good beat on how to defend Lamar Jackson. They've now played Lamar Jackson three times. They're two and one. And really the one game they lost, they should have been able to win with their offense because the defense did its job. They know how to defend Lamar Jackson. So I don't care what you say about that game and nine sacks in the last two games. If you count week 17 against Deshaun Watson, the Texans and that shootout, they gave up a bunch of points. They allowed the team back in. There's no way you can sell me on this. Like, yeah, G-Man on base, some bad sales job. Why Shane Bowen is the right to hire his D coordinator. I want to see, I I would love for Mike Vrabel to sell the media and the fan base on why this makes sense because it doesn't make sense to anybody else, but Mike Vrabel, it seems like. No, it does. And and Steven says, if Shane Bowen was given the title last year, then Vrabel would have had an angry mob of media people on his head. Well, what the hell did he do this year? Right. I mean, I like people aren't happy about it. Got the same reaction on Twitter over the weekend. When was this announced Austin? Friday at like uh, 11.30 noon, something like that. So our show was done. We talked about Todd Downing being promoted and didn't – we touched on the Shane Bowen possibility, but had no idea that the news would break a couple hours later. Yeah, so Friday, not full news dump at 5, but Friday, essential news dump to get the weekend to forget about it. Problem is, AZ Sports doesn't forget. We hold people accountable, like and here we are track. Monday morning talking yeah. about it. Exactly, exactly. So <sighs> – Kenneth, simply a lazy buddy hire. So I do think this, this is a buddy hire. I mean, it, you cannot, it would be, it would be like, uh, how can I say this? Austin, you and I are buddies. We work together. Let's say I leave, go somewhere else. And all of a sudden I hire you. Well, there's a connection, right? We've worked together for quite a bit of time. They obviously, Shane Bone and Mike Vrabel have worked together for quite a bit of time. The hard part is, if I hire you at my new company, you do you have one year at a lower level title and you do a bad job, and then I just justify hiring you for the hell of it. Yeah, I'm sure the, the board above you have some questions about what that. What did John Kelkin, Robinson think about this? I I, I don't know. But is Kelkin this, says is this Mike Vrabel just convincing. I appreciate Kelkin saying, except I don't suck at my job. So yeah, I, I don't think I suck at my job. You know, hypothetical. Yes, hypothetical for sure. So I do think this has, this does something for Mike Vrabel that I don't think Mike Vrabel necessarily realized what it did. So I'll tell you more about that. But first, I tell everybody about CalvinAndSubtle.com. Yeah, CalvinAndSubtle.com is where you need to get your hardwood floors. It's this easy, 615-448-6414. You can have brand new hardwood flooring like right here, like this. This is the Rivoli. Ask for the Rivoli. It is nice. It's a little bit darker, but it pops. And that is that is important when putting brand-new hardwood floors into your home. Upgrade the equity of your house this 2021. 615-448-6414 at 615-448-6414. It is eSports here live on a Monday. We've already talked about our brand-new title sponsor. That's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use promo code ATOZ Sports to get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks, I mean, you can use that on the, the game coming up uh, with Tampa and Kansas City. Promo code ATOZ Sports, risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. We're literally giving you $500. Yes. I mean, just download the BetMGM app today, use the code A to Z Sports, and then boom, there's 500 bucks you can play around with this upcoming weekend. So, Zach, I, I think 
by what Mike Vrabel just did, he started his own clock. And I always talk about this with coaches and athletic directors in sports is that I'm not like, there's a difference of starting your own clock and being on the hot seat. Starting your own clock means that there is a moment in time that we can point to that shows me and everybody else of it was a pivotal decision and a pivotal point in Mike Vrabel's career as Titans head coach is promoting Shane Bowen to defensive coordinator after a year where Shane Bowen was the de facto defensive coordinator and the defense was atrocious. And there's no other word. Atrocious is appropriate. So now Mike Vrabel, who has a good track record of hiring offensive coordinators, has not done very well when it comes to replacing Dean Pease. And he's made it a thing. He's made it something bigger than it should have been by what's happened the last year of all the hidden messaging of who's calling the plays. I don't know about this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. But the Shane Bowen was doing everything and they were bad. Then you elevate him. Now it's on Mike Vrabel. If the, if the Titans defense sucks two years in a row under Shane Bowen, that's not Shane Bowen's fault. That's Mike Vrabel's fault, especially because Shane Bowen technically wasn't the D coordinator in the first year. And Mike Vrabel doubled down. So what does this do for Mike Vrabel? It absolutely starts his clock. It starts his clock. He's not on the hot seat by any means. Don't get me wrong. But it at least starts the conversation. This is the point in time that you circle and read and mark and say, we're going to come back to this later. I don't, know how, I don't know how far down the road, if it's one year, two years, three years, we'll come back to this and see promotion of Shane Bowen. That's when it started. It could be that, that it's a pivotal point for Mike Vrabel as Titans head coach. Well, and, and another thing, you cannot put what it's doing indirectly is putting an extreme amount of pressure on your offense yeah. again. Again. Right. And that's the harsh part. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown can only do so much. And they had a prolific offense, a stellar offense, an outstanding offense. We all saw it and we all knew that. But their defense held them back. We we knew that they weren't going to get to the AFC championship game. Absolutely. There, they just they didn't have the horses. And so on top of the horses, the guy with the reins didn't do a very good job either. And yeah. that was Shane Bowen and Mike Vrabel together. Again, full responsibility. And not only will that be remembered, you have a bad defense and then a fourth and two call that you won't forget about. You're just not going to forget about fourth and two and punting it in the playoffs. Because look at look at the teams that are there now. Tampa, they had to take some risk in Green Bay, right? They had to go for it on, on occasions. They did. They're in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs were the same way. Now, the Chiefs, because they have the horses, they can do that. Yeah. But Dables full. those are things that get you to the next game are, are those big-time calls. And so following up fourth and two with a hire that, I mean, statistically he's been bad so far. And I will hold Shane Bowen accountable for this year because if he was calling the plays, then he was calling the plays. 
So Marcus says, I think Vrabel was the DC last season and he's trying to save face by hiring Bowen. No, no. Vrabel said in the end of your press conference that Shane Bowen led the meetings. Shane Bowen called the plays. So even if Mike Vrabel did it, Mike Vrabel put it on Shane Bowen at, after the year ended. It's on Shane Bowen. And Ramon says regression. Steph says, my guess is this is a final exam for Bowen. If he's trash again, you'd think he gets fired. Right. But then if he's trash again, You've now lost the, the year of your offense. Exactly. And you lost a year of your championship window because the division will change dramatically. And we will talk a lot about that tomorrow with Deshaun Watson stuff, uh, with the Colts needing a quarterback. Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence is coming in the Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. The division is going to shift in the somewhat near future. The Titans have the stranglehold of it right now and the opportunity, but the the window shuts very fast as the Nashville Predators. And I, I think this hire is a pivotal point on Mike Vrabel's tenure as the Titans head coach because if it fails, you look back and see you wasted your offense for two consecutive years because you were stubborn with a D coordinator position. That's basically what it is. If, wanna, if they're bad again. I want to reassess the point you made earlier in the show, Austin, which I agree with, but I'll ask you, how does this impact John Robinson's job from today to the start of the season? Okay, so that's fair. And I was actually thinking about that while I was reading some of y'all's comments too, is that I, I mentioned that this, in my opinion, starts the clock for Mike Vrabel. John Robinson reset his clock by finding Ryan Tannehill <laughs> and by signing Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry to four-year contracts. John Robinson got that clock reset to zero and got to start it over. John Robinson's clock doesn't really start until he drafts a quarterback after Ryan Tannehill. I agree 100%. And so when is that going to be? Do they need to draft one in two years, does it need to be after? Who they does? need to find a backup because Logan Woodside, if not he continues it. to be the guy, you're going to lose a ton of games if something that were to happen. Yeah, at Donald Donald says Robinson's seat is ice cold. Yeah, it, Rob John Robinson's seat is very comfortable. Uh, he doesn't he's even not, have a seat. He's standing. Right, right, well, yeah, he's he's at a standing desk, which I ordered a new desk uh, on the weekend. By the way, I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, so John Robinson absolutely has pressure on him to find a pass rusher. Because he's really yet to do that. He has not hit on a pass rusher in his entire five-plus years as Titans GM. He has to find the second most important position on the football field. He already got his way into the, the Ryan Tannehill situation. So I, I do think John Robinson is in a good spot. But this this high, the elevation of Shane Bowen puts more pressure on John Robinson to not have an awful offseason like he did a year ago. Yeah, and he's going to have to draft really, really well. And yes. and the other thing, it's just it's pinpointed. You know, people ask me, you know, who are the Titans going to draft first round? Well, they have to draft defense. They have to, and they will. That I, mean, I I think that they will have they will be forced to draft a defensive pass rush because if you pet and they could go out and get and take the Packers approach for the Smith brothers, but Austin, what did Aaron Rodgers say last week? Aaron Rodgers is now, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is out the door in Green Bay, but the one thing Aaron Rodgers is, is he's smart. And he understands what those contracts have done to the entire team. The Packers had a two-year big-time Super Bowl window. We just saw it. Two back-to-back -back NFC Championship games. They lost both of them. Now, that, that restructure of the salary cap 
especially because of the impact that COVID has on it and the progression, the natural progression that did not flow because of COVID-19 and the loss of revenue, the Titans have got to be very particular and specific on who they target in the free agency so they can do the same when they draft late in the first round. Now, the benefit here is Isaiah Wilson is a bum. Like, I'm not worried about that guy. But I do think Christian Fulton, I think, has potential. Darrington Evans, I think, has potential. Laurel Murchison, I think, has potential. And I think Chris Jackson can play on special teams. But uh, you don't like you didn't basically have a rookie class this past year. There's a potential to have two rookie classes this upcoming year by whoever you draft in uh, in April in a couple of months. Um, and so I, I there's opportunity to get cheaper, but they're going to have to cut some veterans as well. And we'll have shows about that uh, leading up the entire month of February, leading up to the March month where moving and shaking happens uh, when it comes to Malcolm Butler and several other Titans veterans who could be on the chopping block because of, of the, what the, the cap is. And everybody's saying you got to sign a free agent pass rusher. I don't know if you have the money to do that. I don't know if you have the money to do that. And if you do it again, you absolutely can't miss again. Like they just spent $21 million on for one year on two dudes who flopped. Yeah, but they'll get that because back. of injury. Vic they'll Beasley, get that back and they'll have to make a decision also on Malcolm they, Butler. They, they don't get that back because that, that $21 million is basically the COVID situation, right? That's that's the $21 million is COVID. Vic Beasley and Clowney not working out. Sure, that's off the books, but that just gives you to barely being even because of the COVID impact on the cap. It's John Robinson's job to figure out a way, right? Crunch the numbers and find a way. And I think that they'll be able to do that. Because they have to pay somebody. Justin says, what about Matt Judon? Low price, high pressure rate. I mean, I don't think he's got a low price. I mean, there's like pass rushers know they can ask for the the cloud. They have a stranglehold of the market. Right. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. Talk about uh, a blockbuster trade, Zach. And this happened Saturday Matt Stafford to the Rams. Jared Goff is going to Detroit. Such a demotion for Jared Goff going from L.A. to Detroit. We've got an interesting question about this. Is Can Matthew Stafford win a Super Bowl with the Rams? Real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life to either you or someone you love, family, uh, make sure you know where to get the best care possible, and that's at the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, you guys want 500 bucks? Well, we've got a hell of a deal for you. We've just signed on as our title sponsor, BetMGM, code A to Z Sports. You can see that right there on the screen. It's very, very simple. You're going to get a risk-free $500 on a bet, and if you win it, that's risk-free. That is the best part about what we've done with uh, BetMGM, and another best part is coming this week leading up to the big game on Sunday, we will have promotions to talk about throughout the week, throughout the year. That is the one cool part that, that we've really focused on to say, we got to give back to, to our viewers and our listeners. We got to give them a very cool experience. BetMGM is doing that with us. Promo code A2Z Sports. You see it right there on the screen. All right. So the question we're going to ask, and we're going to get your all's uh, input on this too. <clears throat> Can Matthew Stafford win a Super Bowl with the Rams? But let's let Andrew Brandt 
of Monday Morning Quarterback. Lay this out there. Brought to you by Wilson County Hyundai. I have my views that he may be the only marquee quarterback that's traded. I have my views that he may be the only marquee quarterback that's traded. We'll get to golf in a second. And uh, he had offers. I mean, he went to the team. He said, hey, I've been here 11 years. We've had a nice run. I'm out. And they said, cool. So they took in all the offers. They had a lot of them. They chose the Rams because they get back Goff, who the GM, the new GM in place in Detroit, has some history with and may have contrary to a lot of people, seems to like. And then you have the two number ones, future number ones, which will help it out, which means we can't really judge this trade for like four years when the two number ones have a couple years in them so we can have a judge. As far as Stafford, you know, I think when you get down to it, quarterback's an arm position, and he has an elite arm, elite arm strength, so he had a lot of suitors. And we'll see what happens with the Rams. Now, the Rams get rid of Goff, but they take on a huge dead cap hit, $22 million. Now, they took on $21 million for Brandon Cooks a couple years ago. Those are the number one and two dead cap hits in the history of the NFL. And again, quickly, dead cap means cap counting for players that aren't there anymore, which really means you made terrible decisions contract-wise to move on from a player that you've invested so much. Now, in the NFL, it's not like basketball where you trade someone and you don't have to pay, you don't have any lingering accounting. But in the NFL, you do all these prorated pro bonuses, you have all this stuff adding up, and that's the thing with the Rams. The Rams have no future draft choices, they have a lot of dead cap. They are a true win-now team more than any team I've ever seen. We'll see if it works. So that's Andrew Brandt from Monday Morning Quarterback. <clears throat> Zach, what do you think about this, this in entire trade? Matthew Stafford will be 33 next season. So he's he feels like he's been around for forever, but he's just a year older than Ryan Tannehill. So he's got plenty of years left, and he's got three years left, on, well, two years left on the current deal that he's got, uh, where he's actually relatively cheap for the Rams, uh, but they are still paying so much money to Jared Goff in that dead cap that Branch just noted. Well, what happened? Matthew Stafford and his agent decided that this offseason was going to be his offseason to jump, right? And and Brent just told you that. It's pretty simple. He had all the leverage. He had everybody vying for him, right? It wasn't just the Rams. I mean, they had a ton of teams wanting him. And L.A. market, you go from Detroit to L.A., I mean – I don't even, there's polar opposites, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you can't get better than that. Or worse if you're Jared Goff. Right, and or worse if you're, you're Jared Goff. You know, it, it reminded me of uh, Blake Griffin, right? Blake Griffin went from L.A. to Detroit. Clippers and nobody's Clippers. heard from Blake Griffin, besides part of my take, since, right? Yeah. So I, I, I think this is a good move for Matthew Stafford, first and foremost. And Sean McVay has already told you that he's ready to move on from players, right? I mean, he did the same thing with Todd Gurley. We know the knees. He's doing the same thing here. Brady he wants – and 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 golf – I'm not saying this is unfair for, for golf because golf has had plenty of opportunity, right? And he went to a Super Bowl, was within a score from beating Tom Brady, right? Now, that, that had a back and forth. But, you know, he broke his thumb at the end of this year. He had to play through a broken thumb on his throwing hand. He beat the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, right? I mean, he did more than the Titans did. And so all of a sudden you have Jared Goff advancing and then he's exiled to Detroit because they've got, you know, 
uh, a new head coach that is you know chugging Nas and and Detroit is in rebuild mode. They're not in win now mode. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jacob says seven years without a first round pick is loco. Uh, Danny says that Stafford's going <clears> to, <throat> I'm sorry, Stafford's going to lose a lot more money with taxes being out there. Yeah, but he's going to make so much more money off the field in LA compared to being in Detroit. Like the guy became so much more marketable being the Rams quarterback. So can Stafford win a Super Bowl with the LA Rams? Uh, if they're going to Zach, I think it's I think the immediately and the odds showed you this. They jumped up to be for next year's Super Bowl to be right behind the Chiefs and the Bucks to the Rams being right there. Now that's a sexy uh, bet for a lot of people right off the timing of the trade, but I think they vault as being the best team in the NFC West, and that's a competitive division. And if you can win the NFC West, you're probably going to be able to win a couple of playoff games. I think they can get to the NFC Championship game next year because I think Stafford's so much better than Jared Goff. Yeah, they got to watch out for the other teams. Here's the other benefit from going uh, to the Rams is Tom Brady only has a couple more years. Drew Brees is out. So you've just taken two playoff teams out of the mix possibly in the next couple of years. Now, who's going to be there? I think the 49ers are still going to be good. They're still in your division. They have to figure out their quarterback situation but they were hurt this year, right? They were like the Chargers have been the last couple of seasons or two years ago when they just got injured, right? You you take out Nick Bosa and and Kittle for majority of the year, you're not going to win many games, and they didn't on top of their quarterback being hurt. So tough division. I think the Seahawks' defense will improve, and Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf aren't going anywhere, so you've got to watch out for that. They have the advantage of the NFC East still being bad. I mean, they're just – they're bad. The Cowboys can improve with Dak coming back. The Giants are still figuring out Daniel Jones. Washington's got a good defense, but no quarterback. And then, so all of these contenders, what you just said does make sense of how much the Rams jump up with Stafford, who is a good quarterback. I don't I don't believe that Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback, but a lot of that is because of the Detroit Lions, not because yeah. of Matthew Stafford. Right. Uh, can can Matthew Stafford become great? I think yes. he absolutely can. Yes. So it's a two-year thing, though. Like The Rams are going to be in a really, really awkward spot in the next, in like two or three years. And Stafford's got two years left on his deal where he's relatively cheap for the Rams. The Rams don't have, they have a lot of expensive players. Their defense is really good right now. And I think their defense will be really good for the next two years because they've got young enough players. Once you get three years down the road, now the players who are making a bunch of money start to get older and start to get uh, you know worse in their production. And so every like if the, if the Rams don't win a Super Bowl next year or at least go to one, now it's one or done, right? So I think it's a two-year opportunity for the Rams to actually do something before their salary cap situation forces them to fall apart. I'm really interested to see where Cooper Cup goes, like as far as vaulting up the wide receiver rankings, because yes. that guy is so good, so reliable, is fast, sneaky fast, and scores touchdowns. And so, you know, that it's the best wide receiver Matthew Stafford's had since Calvin Johnson. Yeah. 
And and what does and what can Matthew Stafford do with Sean McVay? Like that that's something we haven't really thought about. Like we know Matthew Stafford is athletically, physically gifted. What can he do with a head coach like Sean McVay? That's fascinating to me because we watched Jared Goff as a rookie looked like he was lost, looked like he was a bust with Jeff Fisher and company. Then McVay came in and he completely flipped it around. Now McVay showed that he thought Stafford. Uh, Golf hit his ceiling. So here's the next here's the next question I want to ask Zach. Does this trade make me right about Jared Goff? That Do you know I, what you said about Jared Goff? Yes. Okay. And, and, and we'll, I want to make sure. We'll get to, we'll reset this, but first tell everybody about the Tucker Agency. Yeah, TuckerTN.com is where you need to get your insurance right here in, in Middle Tennessee, in the state of Tennessee, or wherever you're watching the show. If you make sure that uh, Tucker TN is the place to go. Sorry, I was trying to find that graphic. Uh, Nashville's independent insurance agency, TuckerTN.com. That is TuckerTN.com. It is that simple, that easy. Will Tucker and his team will rearrange your insurance, life insurance, homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance. They've got you covered. They'll bundle your policy together and make sure you're saving money. The average customer saves 20% when they email will at tuckertn.com. That's will at tuckertn.com. A to Z Sports, our new title sponsor is BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use promo code ATOZ Sports and you get a risk free bet up to 500 bucks. Uh, by just downloading the app, signing up today using our code ATOZ Sports for that risk free bet up to 500 bucks. They also got the big game coming up. BetMGM app has innovative parlays, boosted odds specials, game props, and more. Uh, the king of sports books, BetMGM, with our promo code ATOZ Sports. So, Zach, I said that <clears throat> Jared Goff is an extremely average quarterback, extremely average, and that he was a bust back in year one, right? Bust. This, he was does, going to be a bust. Yes. Does this trade, does Sean McVay trading Jared Goff with two first-round draft picks to Detroit for Matt Stafford make me correct? No. Not Why? even close. Why? He's not a bust. There's a difference. Define what you said. And that's why I said what I said before you, I, I talked about Tucker TN is, do you know what you said? Because when you say that he is going to be a bust, you have to understand what a bust is. Yes. Busts don't go to the Super Bowl. Okay? And that's where you were wrong. You were never going to win this. And it's unfortunate, but uh, you were never going to win this. Sean McVay. proven you wrong. No, no. Sean McVay was puppeteer and Jared Goff is a puppet. Now, Jared Goff is a puppet with no puppeteer because you know Dan Campbell isn't going to do anything on offense in the in Detroit like Sean McVay was helping with Jared Goff do. Jared Goff matter. He's already proven. He's Jared not a Goff bust. is an extremely average NFL quarterback who was drafted number one overall. The team, the Rams, traded six draft picks to go get him, and yeah, they went to a Super Bowl, but that's because of Sean McVay. Like Sean McVay is the reason why they got to a Super Bowl, not Jared Goff. Austin, do you understand the difference between extremely average and a bust? There's a huge difference, okay? Jamarcus Russell is a bust. That's your example. There's different levels of busts. Jared Goff's not a great quarterback, but he's definitely not a bust extremely average. I've been saying he's been, he's extremely average for multiple years, 
extremely average is what Jared Goff is. Average, extremely average quarterbacks are not busts. You don't draft extremely average guys number one overall after you trade six draft picks to go get that extremely average guy, then pay him a bunch of money, and then be like, oh, crap, he's not any good. Now we need to trade him away. Well, with he, Sean McVay's history and the tendencies of the Rams, yes, that's exactly what they do. Zach, it's how would more, you de- it's more about what they uh, what they've been doing. How would you define Corey Davis as a as a wide receiver fifth overall draft pick? Overall, he's a bust. Right. Jared Goff overall is a bust. Sean McVay saved him for several years. And then when Sean McVay realized he can no longer do anything with Jared Goff, he got rid of him and he had to use two first round draft picks with it to get Matt Stafford. Awesome. I'm gonna read you something and listen up. And okay. listen up good. I'm listening. Go to Corey Davis's years of being an NFL wide receiver and look at his stat lines, okay? Look yeah. at him. You watched them all. They're trash besides this season, and he wasn't able to get to 1,000 yards. Jared Goff has thrown for 4,500 4, yards twice. It doesn't matter. Twice, it doesn't matter. Over 3,800 yards twice. This is You talk about touchdowns to INT ratio. They're solid. 28 and 7, 32 and 12, 22 and 16, which is a rough year two years ago. But this this past year, you sit there 20, 20 uh, touchdowns and 13 uh, interceptions. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. He's a he's bad. He's extremely average. He was the first overall draft pick. He's, he's not a away. bust. He's yes, not he a bust. Yes, he is. He is not a bust. Yes, he is. In the grand scheme of things, he is a bust. Is he of Russell? No, there's different. Corey Davis is not Jamarcus Russell either. Like Corey Davis and Isaiah Wilson might both be busts in your mind, but there's a big difference in level of bust. Jared Goff didn't work out as a first overall draft pick. Sean McVay maximized what Jared Goff could do for a couple of years, and the Rams took advantage of it because of Sean McVay, not because of Jared Goff. He won playoff games. And it wasn't just one season, Austin. I didn't say it was one season. Uh, then if you have stacked together multiple seasons of being quality, whatever quality is, it's, you're it's, not a bust. Corey Davis has had one season. That's the difference. It's fool's gold. Jared Goff was productive because of what Sean McVay was telling him he may in be his damn fool, helmet. He may be fool's gold, but he's not a bust. He has an he has you're, an active arm. He has a live arm. He's got mobile ability. He has he has athletic ability and physical tools. He's got nothing that can be a functional quarterback for a long time. A winning record. Because of Sean McVay. Sean McVay is behind all of this. You you one coach cannot take a bust and win as many games as they have. Sean McVay. Austin, no. And the defense Wrong, no, they have. They no, have you know that. Deep. You know that deep down in your heart. They had they had uh, Todd Gurley who was racking up like They've nearly been too consistent. Huh? You cannot have a bust be this consistent. He is a he is a bust overall, but he's nowhere near Jamarcus <laughs> Russell or Isaiah Wilson or Justin Blackman or those type of busts. You're wrong. He's no. I think I'm right. I know you think you're right, but you're dead ass wrong okay, because fine. you don't understand what a bust is. I don't. Sometimes I don't think you understand what a bust is. I don't You're think a guy that has won multiple playoff games, gone to a Super Bowl. It's all his head coach, and he has had nothing to do with it. His, his head the coach is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. Zach, they traded away Jared Goff 
at this age because they know they can't do anything else with him. No, the Rams' expectations. Did you listen to the video we played? Yes. I don't think you did. I did. The whole point of that is they have got to win now over the next two years. And, and do I admit that Jared Goff cannot get them consistently to a Super Bowl every single effing year? No, he can't do that. But it, that, that's far away from a bust, right? Far away from a bust. And what did the Rams do? They said, look, we have a two-year window until they're going to have to completely reset because Aaron Donald will be too expensive. Jalen Ramsey will be too expensive. They'll have to re-side Matthew Stafford and other players. Cooper Cuck's eventually going to get paid. All of these, it's a two-year trade. It does. It's not indicative that Jared Goff is a complete bust. Jared Goff. So did you listen to what I just said? I did. I did. Okay, that's all I, I care did. about. I'm glad that's you, fine. So I you listen, have I I listen Dude, to you. Only you can prevent forest fires okay, from cool, now on. Cool, because you know. Okay, Zach. How about this? How, here's actual facts. Jared Goff has cost the LA Rams four first round draft picks. He went to a Super Bowl in which they kicked one field goal. Like that, they, they cost them four first Tom round. Brady draft scored picks. ten points. Be huh? quiet. I, so that's still a point. He scored three points in the Super Bowl. I don't care how many other teams scored. When you score three points in the Super Bowl, you're not going to win. When Tom Brady scores 10, it wasn't like he, he, he blew out him 45 to three. I'm not, so I, the well, Jared Goff. They both sides of it. That's fine. We're not talking about Tom Brady and the Patriots from a few years ago. It was 13 to three. And Jared Goff, who has now cost the Rams four first round draft picks, the Sean McVay got them to a Super Bowl, and then Jared Goff in that Super Bowl only scored three points because the Patriots figured out how to stop puppet Jared Goff. That doesn't mean he's a bust. At least he was in the damn game. Busts don't get to that game. I don't think Jared Goff is what got them to that game. Awesome. It's all on Busts Sean McVay. Don't get to the Super Bowl. All right, A to Z Sports here live. Well, no, no, no. no I, I want to talk about this for two seconds. Give me an ample amount of busts that are quarterbacks that have been to the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. I can't do that right now. That's just not what I can do. Well, On live video, you know you put me in an impossible spot. Well, you know you know, good and bad quarterbacks that have played in the Super Bowl? That's not what you asked me. That's not what you asked me. You asked me busts. Like, because Trent there's Dil not any. Trent Dilfer's not a bust because Trent Dilfer overachieved. <laughs> that's, that's Correct. Anybody who says Trent Dilfer, that's not what Trent Dilfer is. Correct. Jared Goff is a... Number one overall draft pick who cost his team four first round draft picks to get him number one overall. And then they trade him away because he reached his ceiling and they had to, Sean McVay, who is a generational mind as an offensive coach, puppeteered him to a Super Bowl where they scored three points. Busts don't get you to Super Bowls. Nick Foles also overachieved. Joe Flacco was properly rated. Like Joe Flacco was a middle first round draft pick. Nick Foles was like a third or a fourth round draft pick. Who cares about those guys? That's why he's not a bust. He is a bust in my mind. He always was and he always will be. And the Rams just trade him away at age like 26 because he's not good anymore. Okay. We, we, we digress. All right. Bad sales job. <laughs> that wasn't my bad sales job attempt, but this bad sales job coming up now to end our Monday show. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords 
in the Nashville area, renterswarehouses.com is where you go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, where if you're currently renting, you can rent out a new home, bigger or smaller, with what Renters Warehouse has to offer. If you currently own a home, you're thinking about selling and moving, you don't have to sell. You could, but you could hold on to that, that home create it to be long-term equity to get that mailbox money renterswarehouse.com is where to go is the sports it is monday afternoon that means bad sales jobs it also means since it's monday our announcement of betmgm code a to z sports the best part is they've hooked you up download the app today enter the promo code and we've got promotions on promotions and not only when you sign up We'll also have promotions after you sign up that we'll be talking about throughout the course of this year. That is BetMGM code A to Z Sports. All right, A to Z Sports here live on a Monday. Bad sales job is what we do to end the Monday shows where Zach and I each give each other something that's not easy to sell that we have to convince um, our audience to buy it or to believe it. Bad sales job on this Monday. Zach, would you like me to go first? Uh, yeah, well, I don't remember what happened last. Last time. week I won. You brought up, I believe you brought up um, the handicapped parking spot. Yes. And then I said that turn signals should be removed from cars moving forward. That's correct. So that, you, that you've got to give yours to me first. Okay. <clears throat> My bad sales job is a combo of something I did last week. And uh, an episode of The Office that I remembered from last week that I watched as well. My bad sales job is you have to tell me, Zach, why going to the dentist is no longer needed after you're an adult. Because Dwight thought dentist was only for kids and I went to the dentist last week. Sell me on why going to the dentist is not needed after you become an adult. And I'll, I'll get the 30 seconds ready. It's just what you said. You're an adult. You're a grown human being. You've learned the lesson as you've grown older of how important it is to brush and floss. You should do that in the morning and right before you go to sleep. If you take care of your teeth, there's really no need to go to the dentist. I've only been to the dentist like twice in the last five years. I don't need it. It doesn't make any sense for me because I am calculated on when I brush and when I floss, I have whitening toothbrush. The technology of toothpaste has gone up astronomically. They'll Stop. take care of you. You don't need a dentist. Stop. You went over. You kept talking. You didn't put your pencil down when I told you to. You've only been to the dentist twice in the last five years, Zach? Yes. Oh, geez. I don't know about that. I, Rob, because you can get dentures. That's not the way that I was going to go. <laughs> you went with Cards, Titans, Grizz, and because you floss, brush, and mouthwash. Ugh. All right, so that was yours. Hit me with it. <laughs> All right. You're going to have to do this, okay? Well, I need of course. a win. Like, well, you I need a win. 
I need a win. So I got to hit you with something hard and strong. You have to convince us why 2021 is the ideal time to attend strip clubs. This is the best time to attend strip clubs. goes against my morals. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Do you have your clock ready? Uh, yes. I hate this. <laughs> you know what I hated? Trying to convince myself that I and I went and I went to a public bathroom this day. <laughs> This oh, that weekend. was last week. They didn't have to lock the door. Yeah, I didn't have to lock the door. So now when I get into a public bathroom, I'm like, I look at that damn door and I'm like, that was the hardest sell. You can't do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm ready on your count. <laughs> There's some good advice in the comments. Hi, there is. 2021, like 2020, is a time to support local businesses and your local strip clubs, gentlemen's clubs, as they may be, most of the time local businesses. And everybody's trying to make more income this year to make up for lost income last year, including uh, those in the entertainment business. And so why 2021 is also ideal to go to a strip club is because never before have the facilities been as clean as they've been before. This is as clean as they're going to get because of the protocols you have to take for Stop. the virus. I think, yeah, yeah, you're on to something local business. I think you lingered a little too long there, but the cleanliness of them, I thought that was a good, it was, it was a good try. That was my first thought. Your first thought was cleanliness was to, was to talk about the like sanitization of, of every, I mean, everything, everything right now is the cleanest it's ever been before. Like that, that, that goes without saying everything is cleaner right now than it was two years ago. <laughs> I was good. I think it was a good valiant effort. All right. Who won? I mean, there was a lot of like, Zach got a lot of a pluses. I mean, I've seen, I think, I think we both did a good job on this. Um, Brent says call a tie. Jalon Austin for the W. Um, uh, trying to find more tie from Puka. Zach Man one from Louie. Um, Austin overcame more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to overcome coaching. I mean, I, I don't know who who won. Zach won from Zach Goodman. Zach won from Hunter. Bobby says Zach both did well. Zach was right. Technology has us doing dentist things. Has <laughs> us doing great dentist things. That technology was. <laughs> I think. I, I think overall the votes have started to roll in. I do think that I've taken this. Uh, I do think Zach won. I, I think. I think Zach gets it. So I believe. With three well, two. No, I think it's three three. I took the lead last week. Oh, you did. So three three. So it's three three. We keep going back and forth and back and forth. I know. Well, I, what I need to do, I need to, uh, we need to write, I need to make a list. I need to go magic bucket time and just like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. 
right, guys. Wait, great Monday show. Guys, BetMGM, they're here with us, our new title sponsor. Very excited about it. Don't forget, code ATOZ Sports. Download the app today. And if you use our code ATOZ Sports, you get a risk free bet for up to 500 bucks. Again, that's an amazing offer. BetMGM app, download it, sign up, code ATOZ Sports. So many different things we're talking about. Uh, later on in the week when it comes to uh, the game coming up. So looking forward to our relationship with BetMGM and happy to have you guys be a part of this as well because it's going to be really fun uh, with all of us becoming a BetMGM show. We're going to be able to do a lot more things when it comes to the gambling world and sports betting throughout the entire year. So thanks, guys, for watching. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll see you tomorrow morning uh, at 8. Thanks. Adios.